In this message, I'm going to make it perfectly clear uh, who the true believers are, folks, what it means to be part of uh, the Israel of God, and uh, who is part of the synagogue of Satan and uh, thus has an Antichrist spirit. So uh, let's dig in now. I'm going to read from Revelation chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. It says, Unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them, which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. So we we have a, a powerful passage of Scripture uh, ladies and uh, gentlemen, look at what it says here. It says, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. We're talking about Almighty God is uh, the one who was talking here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to Revelation chapter 1, uh, you could see in verses 17 and uh, 18 that the first and the last, this is speaking of Jesus Christ. You uh, check out Revelation 1, look at verses uh, 8 and then verse 11. Uh, you'll see that it all fits together that the first and the last, he's the Alpha and Omega, uh, and he is also the Almighty. So if he's speaking, folks, you need to pay attention uh, and it makes it clear this is the same one that was dead and is alive. Obviously, talking about the, the same Jesus Christ who walked this earth, who was crucified, buried, but then he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven. So he's given some uh, uh, warnings here. And, and the, the one thing you can learn is that he is very well aware of everything that is going on, folks, uh, with, with his people, including yourself, including me. So he, he lets them know, look, I, I know the blasphemy of them, which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. So obviously referring to a group of people who were pretending to be uh, disciples, and but they were not. They were not true Jews. And this is what he's saying. And, and he's letting uh, the true uh, Jews, uh, letting them know that you're going to be persecuted. Uh, the devil's going to cast some of you into prison, and you're going to have tribulation. Be faithful, even unto death, and I'm going to give you a crown of life. So uh, right there, it talks about uh, the believer, folks. This is speaking of endurance. I mean, we you know uh, we, we follow the Lord, and this is a, a, a statement from the Lord. Be faithful, even unto death. So, uh, that would apply to all of us. We don't know what we're going to go through in the future, folks. There are Christians in many parts of the world that are suffering greatly uh, for the cause of Christ, for the cause of the true gospel. The Apostle Paul, he was one who was obviously converted. He was dead set against Christians. Uh, I said many times in, in the messages, uh, the Apostle Paul, he, he went after Christians. He was known as... Uh, the Hebrew Saul, uh, we know the name Paul, that's his surname. So uh, obviously he was 
dead set against Christians. He persecuted them. And if you look in uh, the book of Acts chapter 9, you can read about his conversion. So this is what uh, that same man Paul wrote in Romans 2, 28 and 29. He says, For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. So if you ever want uh, a true definition of what it means to be a true Jew, it's, it's found right here, and it was written by a Jewish man. Uh, and he's telling us it's a circumcision, not in the flesh, but it's in the heart, of, okay? We're not talking about the physical heart. We're talking about the, the, inner, the inner spirit of, of a man and another woman. Uh, it's talking about the new birth, folks, and, and we'll get down. Uh, I'll be talking about that. So, so right off the bat, I want to make it clear to you, folks, that there are two groups of people in this world, and this is the way God sees it. You either know him or you don't. You have either been saved and regenerated, born again of the Spirit, that circumcision in the heart, or you have not. So this is how we're going to deal with this message here uh, regarding the synagogue of uh, Satan. So uh, obviously the, the word synagogue, folks, you know, when we think of a synagogue, we're, we're, we're talking about like a meeting place, okay, where people meet. Uh, so when the synagogue of Satan is used uh, right here, uh, what the Lord is talking about, it, it's, it's a spiritual synagogue. It, it's a synagogue that is made up of people who do not know the Lord, made up of people who are either pretenders, fakers, or whatever, but they're part of that unseen spiritual meeting place. Okay, they're, It's a synagogue of Satan, false professors of Jesus Christ. Uh, I, as I've said many times, I'm a former Roman Catholic. I, you could say I was part of that synagogue. I didn't know the Lord, folks. I was in darkness, okay? I was in darkness thinking I knew Christ, but I did not. So when you see, as I've been doing messages lately, I spoke about the uh, present Pope Francis's trip to Iraq and how he came back from Iraq. And uh, what did he do? Uh, he pulled up to uh, a place where... Uh, there was an image of Mary, uh, St. Mary Major, I think was the name, and, and he knelt before that image of Mary, bowed his head, and thanked her uh, for protecting him while he was in uh, Iraq. And, and he thanked her because before he left for Iraq, he asked her to protect him. So obviously, folks, we're dealing with a person who does not know the Lord. This is a person who's part of this synagogue of Satan. I want you to know this, folks. This is all, it's all coming down to this, folks. And, and it's escalating. It doesn't only include the Roman Catholics. We're talking uh, the Watchtower Society, the people of the Jehovah's Witnesses, the Mormons, all messages that preach a counterfeit gospel who reject Christ, the true Christ, okay? You're born again of the Spirit. You know that Jesus Christ is God. Oh, yes, you do. And I, I can speak for myself. When I was born again, folks, the, the reality of the deity of Christ was powerful. And that's what the Spirit of God does. He's the Spirit of truth. That's something he will reveal uh, to you. Here's another passage that was written by that same Apostle Paul, 2 Corinthians 11, verses 13 to 15. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves 
into the apostles of Christ, and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. So, uh, right there, Paul is um, uh, basically warning, uh, be, be careful, folks. There are false apostles out there, deceitful workers. They're, they're going to they're gonna make themselves look like they are apostles of Christ. And then he says, Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So don't be surprised, folks, that, that people are going to be working for the devil under the disguise of of being a Christian. You remember the Lord spoke about wolves in sheep's uh, clothing. So uh, this is something you've got to be very careful with, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can see a, a lot of false teachings within the Christian Zionism movement uh, and all of that stuff. So you have to beware, folks, uh, regarding these things. So uh, look at what Paul said in Galatians 1 and 10. He said, For do... I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. So sometimes you have to speak out against certain teachings, folks, and many people are offended, but we got to keep in mind that we are servants of the Lord. If you're going to be a servant of Christ, sometimes you got to say things that don't please people, that don't please men. So here's another time the Lord uses uh, that term, the synagogue of Satan. Revelation 3, verses 7 to 9. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works, behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews, and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. So once again we see the term being used by the Lord, And once again, we see he's talking about people who say they are Jews, but they're not, and that they're lying. So uh, this is something, uh, keep in mind, folks, if this is the first and the last, uh, the creator of all things uh, saying something uh, twice, he's warning people, and he's saying, look, there are people in the midst of you who, who are pretending to be my people, but they're not. And, uh... Uh, That's what he's dealing with, and he calls them the synagogue of Satan. Oh, yes. So uh, keep in mind, folks, when the Lord came into the world, uh, the majority of his own Jewish people rejected him. John 1, 10 to 14. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. 
It's good stuff, folks. In fact, when I was born again back in uh, 1989, you know, this was one scripture that just lit up to me. And uh, I remember saying to my wife, I said, look at this, Kath. Uh, it's talking uh, about being born of God, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. I said, look at this. This is what it means. We're born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So here you have two Catholics newly come out of that deceptive system, and we're born again of the Spirit, and we realize it's all about Christ. Hallelujah. So um, this is what it's, it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. The Word was made flesh. It's speaking of Christ. He dwelt among us. He walked in His world, okay? And um, that's the beauty of it, folks. So uh, what you see in that verse there, He came unto His own, and his own received him not. That's speaking of the Jewish people. Oh yes, the religious Jewish people, they rejected him for the most part. Most of the Jewish people had wanted nothing to do with Jesus Christ. So, And it's still that way today. The majority of Jewish people, whether they be secular or religious, reject him. Oh yes, they do. So uh, Jesus dealt with this many times in his ministry. Look at this in John five thirty seven. To 40, Christ speaking, and the Father himself which hath sent me hath borne witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape, and ye have not his word abiding in you. For whom he hath sent, him ye believe not. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And ye will not come to me, that ye might have life. Uh, that's a, a, a good passage to remember. Uh, so here's the Lord. He's talking to the religious Jewish people, his own people, but they're rejecting him. They bucked him, I mean, day and night, 24-7. These people wanted nothing to do with him. Uh, you know, he said black, they said white. He said white, they said black. I mean, it, it, this is what you find in the Gospels, folks. I mean, it's incredible. And... Uh, here he is telling them, look, search the scriptures, basically saying, read your scrolls, go into your synagogues, read the scriptures, and, and in, in those scriptures you think you have eternal life. And those same scriptures, they testify of me. He's talking about the Psalms and the prophets and the books of Moses. He say, he's telling them, they testify of me, and yet you will not come to me that you might have life. He's talking about everlasting life. So, so he's saying, you, you, you think, you read your scrolls, you're reading this uh, all the time, you're meditating upon it, and yet you won't come to me. And those books testify of me. Hallelujah. And that still applies today, ladies and gentlemen. The scriptures that we have, the Bible, we have both the uh, Old and the New Testament. Those scriptures from cover to cover testify of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I've said it before. A preacher once said, I believe the Bible from cover to cover. I even believe the cover. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So this is what it's talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Look at this from the book of Acts, chapter 13, verses 26 to 30. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you feareth God, to you is the word of this salvation sent. For they that dwell at Jerusalem and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them in condemning him 
and though they found no cause of death in him, yet desired they Pilate that he should be slain. And when they had fulfilled all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a sepulcher. But God raised him from the dead. Look at that. Basically, it's saying, look, you guys, you're reading your scrolls, you're reading your scriptures, uh, but, but, but you don't, you don't, you miss the whole thing. You, you, you didn't know the Lord. You didn't know the voices of, of the prophets, your own prophets that you're reading every Sabbath day. You, you, you did, you, when Christ came, you, you still rejected them, uh, re rejected Christ. And what you did, in effect, you, you fulfill the very scriptures. Think about this. You fulfill the very scriptures that you are reading. And, and even though there was no cause of death uh, to, to bring Christ uh, to kill him, yet you desired Pilate that, that he should be slain. Wow. Uh, you know, this, this thing with salvation, folks, this is not a light thing. This is not a light thing. So, so what we're learning things today, folks. You must be born again of the Spirit. Jesus said this to a religious rabbi, a Jewish rabbi, John 3, 6, and 7. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. If Jesus said you must be born again, folks, hear me. You must be born again. This is God in the flesh. This is the mercy of God. If he's telling you, you must be born again, you must be born again. And, and let me say something to you. If you've been truly born again of the Spirit, then you know that he's the only way. You can't play religion. You can't play church and say, oh, all religions are good. You don't know the Lord. You've never been saved. You've never been born again of the Spirit. You, you've never been regenerated by the power of the Holy Ghost. And that, that describes most of the world, folks. That, that's a fact. Jesus said, narrow is the way and straight and few there be that find it. Broad is the road to destruction and many there be that go in there at. Which road are you on as I speak these words uh, to you today? John 18, 36 and 37. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now, is my kingdom not from hence? Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should be a witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Uh, let me read that last line again. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. If you're of the truth, folks, you are going to listen to Jesus Christ. He is the truth. Okay? Don't ever forget that. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So, uh, and look what he says. You know, if my kingdom were of this world, I'd go get my servants to, 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 to get set to fight. That they, 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 they would uh, protect me. But he says, no, no, my kingdom's not from hence. We're talking about the kingdom of God, folks. We're talking about a spiritual kingdom, and we're talking about believers who follow the Lord, who one day are going to be with him for eternity. So it's not this present evil uh, world. The Bible says the whole world lieth in what? Wickedness. So 
The Lord came to save souls. He came to set people free. And there's only one way that a person can be made free, a soul can be made free. It's through the truth. He said, the truth shall make you free. And the truth is found in a person, and it's found in the person of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50. The Jewish Apostle Paul, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit in corruption. Folks, you have a flesh and blood body. Uh, if you're listening to me today, you obviously uh, have a flesh and blood body. You, you have a physical body. But that physical body, you cannot inherit the kingdom of God. You can't, it can't happen. You, you must be regenerated. When this physical body, ladies and gentlemen, dies, the, the real you comes out. The, the real you uh, that uh, peeks out through those eyeballs, folks. There's a real you inside this body. And, and when you go to a funeral, you, what you see is nothing but the remains, okay, of a, of a person, but the real person left, okay? You have a, you have, you have a soul. My, oh, my. And so one day you're going you're gonna to be judged, ladies and gentlemen. And, and what most people do is they live their lives just to satisfy the physical body, the physical flesh, enjoy the things, the pleasures of sin for a season inside this world. Okay, let's get to the heart of the matter, ladies and gentlemen. Galatians chapter 6, verses 14 to 16 the Apostle Paul, once again, Jewish man speaking, but God forbid that I should glory, save, or accept in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. And as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them, and mercy and upon the Israel of God. So what are we talking about here? Look at those words. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. Folks, it's talking about a new birth, spiritual regeneration. It says whether you're circumcised or whether you're not uh, uh, circumcised, it doesn't mean a hill of beans, it means nothing. But what means something is whether or not you are a new creature. Okay, and li listen to me now. The Israel of God is made up of Jewish and Gentile people who have been born again, who are new creations in Jesus Christ. That is the true Israel of God. I'm going to give you 2 Corinthians 5.17 where those same t words, new creature, are used, also written by the Apostle Paul. He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So we're talking about a new creature or a new creation, if you will. This is who is part of of the true Israel of God. Now, if you remember what I spoke about before, when the Lord was warning uh, about the people of the synagogue of Satan who said they were Jews, but they were not. They were lying, okay? 
Here's, here's the true Jew, folks, right here. And I, I gave you that Romans 2, 28 and 29 before. Uh, and speaking about uh, who is a Jew, it's the circumcision in the heart, in the inside. This is you. You take a look at the, at the whole world now, folks. You are either a new creature, a new creation in Jesus Christ, or you are not. So in other words, therefore, if any man be in Christ, either you are in Christ or you're not. It's that simple. I don't care what color your skin is, what country you might live in, whether you're male or female, whether you're rich or poor. It doesn't make any difference whatsoever. The bottom line is, are you in Christ? Have you been truly born again of the Spirit? Have you been regenerated by the Spirit of the living God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at this in John chapter 8, verses 39 to 44. This is the Lord. He's talking to the religious people, the religious Jews who rejected him. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus say, said unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham, but now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it. Whoa. So here's the Lord in, in this heated confrontation. And look what he says. If God were your father, ye would love me. Now think about this. God the Father sent the Son. Think about this. And yet they say, look, get out of here. We don't want you. So Jesus is telling them, look, if God were your father, they're, they're, they're telling him God's their father. He says, look, if God were your father, you would love me because God sent me. Uh, you meditate on this, folks. If you have to read this over and over, r r get your Bible, meditate on it. If God were your father, ye would love me. This applies to everybody in the world, folks, not just the Jewish people. If you're declaring that God is your father, then you will love Jesus Christ, the real Jesus Christ. Not the make-believe uh, Jesus Christ that people have different versions of, of Christ. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Deity, the first and the last, beginning and the ending, Alpha and Omega, the Almighty, hallelujah. You find that in uh, the first book of Revelation, verses 8, 11, 17, and 18. Good stuff, folks. This is good stuff. This is meat. Let's talk about the Antichrist spirit, 1 John 2, 22. Written by the Apostle John, Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ or Messiah? He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. 1 John 4, 3, And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. 2 John 1, 7, For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver. And then Antichrist. So we got three powerful verses there, folks. And it's making it clear 
that if you don't believe that Christ or Messiah came in the flesh, speaking of Jesus, then, then you are of an antichrist spirit. My, oh my. It, it makes it clear that you are a deceiver, that you're a liar. So we're talking some serious stuff, folks. So obviously, those who reject Christ and say that he's not the Messiah, that he never came in the flesh, uh, many of the, uh, most of the Jewish people are waiting for the Messiah to come. Uh, obviously, they're rejecting him. They're of an antichrist spirit. Oh, yes. So this is something you need to know. So let's go to John chapter 3, verse 18. He that believeth on him, meaning Jesus, is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So folks, if you, if you reject Christ, the wrath of God, this is what it says, you're condemned already. If, if, look, he's, salvation's available to you. He, he's showing you mercy. He paid the price for you on the cross. The, the blood was shed for you. But if you reject him, he says you're condemned already because he's the only way of salvation. John 3, 36, look at this. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Let me close with Mark 16, verses 14. Uh, to 16, his Christ, after he rose from the dead, it says, afterward he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat or food and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be saved be damned.